Skagway's waterfront leaseholder says to expect less ships on its busiest dock for the rest of the 2022 cruise season due to rock slide activity. The company also announced plans to remove infrastructure from the town's other two docks before its lease expires next spring, potentially leaving the docks unusable in 2023. And activists call for federal agencies to make decisions about a proposed mining operation near Kluckwan open to the public. It's the KHNS Local News. I'm Mike Swayze. Those stories are up next. KHNS is searching for a full-time news reporter and will have limited news coverage until the right person is found. In the meantime, we'll bring you interviews with local government officials and newsmakers. Today, we have Skagway Mayor Andrew Cremata and Southeast Alaska Conservation Council's Shannon Donahue. Skagway Mayor Andrew Cremata, thank you for joining us. Let's talk about the potential rock slide problems at the railroad dock first. White Pass issued a statement on Thursday saying that the dock will likely be closed for the rest of the season in the forward position. There will still be uh, the potential for a ship to berth at the aft position and either tender or continue to use their tunnels that they constructed out of shipping containers. What does this potentially long-term closure mean for Skagway? Well, it's difficult to answer that question because the letter is a little bit vague, but it would mean, uh, including this week, the loss of around 28 ships. But we don't know which ships or the size of those ships beyond this week, uh, nor do we know the occupancy. I think everyone would agree it's, it's not ideal, but I was encouraged at least to see in the letter that uh, they're asking their engineers to work with the municipality on our effort to actually mitigate the problem. So that was good to see. They claim that they've done a lot of work from eco-barriers to scaling on the mountainside, hydro-scaling, they call it, to bring some smaller debris down. They've installed sensors, and they've had geotechnical engineers there for a long time. Why is this a big deal now? Well, I think some of the information that would have been useful for the municipality had been either mischaracterized or withheld. I, I don't know the motives behind it. But, you know, now that that information has been shared and we have our own engineers working on it, it seems like there's a spirit of cooperation there. There's no doubt White Pass has put a lot of energy and effort into mitigation efforts on what we're calling the North Slide area. But as we all know, the bigger picture there is there's a lot of other issues with that mountainside. Well, we're going to stay on the waterfront and move over to the Orr and Broadway docks. The municipality takes control of those docks in March of 2023. Any equipment left on those docks will become the property of the municipality. And White Pass has submitted a list of items they plan to take away from those two docks. What are those items? Well, the list includes, you know, some of the things we expected them to take, which are, you know, bumpers, things that can be easily replaced. But then the list also has some items on it that we did not expect, which would be detrimental to us being able to berth cruise ships there in 23, possibly even into 24. That includes pilings, uh, spin dolphins catwalks. If they take all of those materials, you're saying Skagway may not be able to have a cruise ship at either the Ore Dock or the Broadway Dock in 2023. Well, exactly. And I'm not saying may. I'm saying we will not be able to because it takes a while to get permitting to replace things like spin dolphins and pilings. So we wouldn't have time to get the permitting for that. The manager has been asking White Pass for about a year and a half to provide a list of the items they would be removing from the docks and we just got that two weeks ago. 
So it's a bit frustrating. It's also frustrating that there's been no number attached to those items. So we're kind of left in this limbo waiting for White Pass to show their intent and why they would wait until the absolute last minute to tell us that they want to dismantle our docks and destroy our economy. This sounds like something that would go immediately into a court of law with injunctions filed. Has the municipality begun a lawsuit to sue White Pass to stop them from removing the equipment? Well, any action like that is premature. I still hope, and I know that the assembly does and the manager hopes, that we can have an amicable relationship with White Pass. It's in the best interest of everybody in Skagway that the municipality and our largest tour operator get along. Uh, We have not gone to any attorneys. We're not going to seek litigation against them. But if they were to attempt to follow through with this, then that is something we would need to consider for sure. Skagway Mayor Andrew Cremata, thank you for helping us figure out what's happening at our docks. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Shannon Donahue with the Southeast Alaska Conservation Council. Thank you for joining us today. Last week, I spoke with Haynes Borough Manager Annette Kreitzer about whether the Haynes Assembly could choose to take a stance on the proposed Palmer Mining Project near Clockwan. She said they could. Your organization is advising people to contact the EPA and Bureau of Land Management in an effort to get them to open up the permitting process to the public. And I mistakenly characterized your efforts as an attempt to stop the project at a federal level. Would you please correct me? Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. The actions that SEAC has that are targeting federal agencies are really just asking the the agencies to do their jobs, just to do the very bare minimum in terms of the public process that is required for these actions. So at this point, Manager Kreitzer said that there is a public process, and you're saying that that's not necessarily the case. Could you tell me what part of the process is not public? In terms of Manager Kreitzer's statement, she was referring to a waste management permit, which is essentially just a state permit that allows the Palmer Project to discharge their wastewater. They're attempting to discharge their wastewater into the ground in a location where it would wind up in the tributaries of the Chilkat River, Glacier Creek, Hangover Creek, Waterfall Creek, right in that area. The Department of Environmental Conservation has decided to fold in Constantine's new waste management discharge system proposal into a 2019 permit. Um, The 2019 permit was an illegal permit that was remanded in the first place. It's not protective of the salmon streams. It's not protective of our clean water. And it's actually not even the right permit for this situation. And so because the Department of Environmental Conservation isn't doing their job to protect our water, SEAC is asking the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, to step in and do due diligence to make sure that DEC is doing their job under the Clean Water Act. You're also asking people to contact the Bureau of Land Management. Uh, It looks like Constantine's trying to do some underground exploration and needs a right-of-way from BLM. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about that process. Yeah, and so um, there are a few different actions going on with the BLM that should require a public process, but the BLM is not enforcing them. Um, The Palmer Project is trying to access um, federal claims, and in order to do that, in a couple different ways, they need to apply for 
right of way from the Bureau of Land Management. One of those is for their spur road to the exploration site, and the other one is for the tunnel that they are proposing to dig for underground exploration next year. And so the Bureau of Land Management needs to require Constantine to apply for a right-of-way, and that would also involve a public process. And so it would create an opportunity for everybody, you know, regardless of their stance on, on the Palmer Project, to weigh in. It means that people who have concerns about the project can go on the record, list those concerns, have them addressed. People who support the project can go on the record and say what they support about the project. And it makes for a better, more responsible project if you actually follow these uh, public processes. It's even a good thing for Constantine and Dawa because it would help to build trust and transparency in the project. Shannon Donahue with Southeast Alaska Conservation Council, thanks so much for explaining how we can participate in making the process more public. I appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on. For KHNS News, I'm Mike Swayze. Thanks for joining us. You can listen to and read local news stories online at khns.org. You can also subscribe to KHNS News anywhere you get your podcasts.